Listener Production. Well, the share market has been unable to snap an ongoing losing streak. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. It's Monday the 8th of January. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had an outstanding break and that you're pumped and excited for 2024. I hope it is one of your best years yet. It is just me today, Steve, and Laura will be out for most of the week. Few things we'll do today over the the coming minutes. We'll take a look at how our market did today. We'll take a brief look back at 2023, at least just looking some of the closing numbers, which might be of interest to you. But I'll also just look at some of the main information and I guess company news that was released today, and then just paint a bit of a picture of some of the key things we should be on the lookout for uh, over the remainder of the week. So as we head into the close, the ASX 200 is down today by roughly half a percent falling mostly actually from about midday onwards, and we're not too far away from the worst levels of the day. So fair to say it's quite a nervous performance for our share market. And I think one of the key reasons is firstly, there's some key numbers and data on inflation, which is due in Australia a bit later this week and over the US as well. So four straight days of declines for the Aussie share market. Something that is very important to keep in mind, though, is where our market has come from, because we have had a tremendous rally and and run on our market recently. So in December, our share market rose by 7%. Now, that is the best month for our share market in more than three years. And it means that over the course of the past nine or so weeks, our market has rallied by about 13%. So that's important. Secondly here, though, is that our share market just last Tuesday was so close to hitting a record high. Unable to, but it was right there. It was a fraction of a point away from getting there. And a trend we've seen over the past few years is each time we've flirted with all-time highs, our market has basically taken a breather. So it is going to be a test in coming weeks to see whether or not we can see our market taking things to another level or whether or not it might take a bit of a break for uh, for a while as far as the gains go. It is the early part of January though. And, you know, generally what we see is the first two to three weeks of, of the year tend to be pretty quiet. I mean, investors take a while to kind of get into the swing of things and um, it's quite normal to see very little money flowing through markets. So you can kind of take these movements on a daily basis with, uh, with a grain of salt. So over 2023, The ASX 200, the Aussie share market, rose by 7.8%. Again, most of that was thanks to how our market did in November and December. Right at the top of the list for those that invest or are interested in other markets around the world was Japan at about a 28% lift over the year, the US, which was up 24%, Germany, which was up 20%. Then we had a step down to South Korea, which was up about 19%, and France, which was up roughly 17%. So we kind of fit in just below that with an improvement, but certainly not that type of, uh, to that degree, but better than the UK, better than Shanghai, better than Hong Kong as well. So that just gives you a bit of an idea. Now, locally today, we've got all 11 sectors of our share market in negative territory. Uh, No real sizable declines if we look at just sectors. I mean, there's no sector that's down by more than about three quarters of a percent, but there are some individual movers in markets that are actually moving in a quite a significant manner. So let's start with uh, some of the losers first up. One of the worst performers today is Core Lithium, which 
has been an underperformer in recent times. I mean, it's down 17% today. It fell 73% last year and has fallen for the past four days as well. Now, last week, the lithium miner decided to temporarily pause mining activity at a site in the Northern Territory. And the reason why it's doing this is because of lithium prices or spodumene, which is the raw ingredient that eventually gets turned into lithium. Now, lithium prices or spodumene down about 85% in 2023, the lowest it's been in about two years. And this is partly because there's just too much supply and not enough demand for, for things like electric vehicles at the moment. So prices have halved in lithium since the end of October 2023 alone. So that's made things quite difficult economically for, for many of, uh, of these lithium producers and Core Lithium is, uh, is one of them. Something that's important to note for Core though is that even though it lost three quarters of its share price last year, it rose 144 fold from the low it hit in 2020 to the high it hit in 2022. So 144 fold increase in the span of just two years. So that's important to note. Another loser today outside of this uh, space has, was Magellan. Now, Magellan's a money manager, down about 7% today. This is after a major broker became a bit more negative of what the share price might do in 12 months' time. Uh, this is a company that released an update last week on Friday where it said the amount of money it's managing was up a little in December, but this had a bit to do with the fact that prices in markets have generally gone higher. So it's managing about a third of the money it was investing just a few years ago. So it has a bit of work to do on that front. Mining companies in general underperformed today, Fortescue Metals included. It fell by about one and a half percent, but did hit a record high just last month. Now, as far as the winners go, there are a few of them. The best performers actually ended up being some uranium miners. Stocks like Boss Energy, B-O-E, powerful name for a stock, Eight and a half percent higher today. We've also had some pretty good improvements from Paladin Energy, up three and a half percent. Now, a couple of reasons why this could be. Firstly, uranium prices have generally been lifting recently. There's been a shift in popularity in uranium as well as an energy source. So, 24 countries pledged to triple nuclear power capacity over the next three decades, which have said is to help fight global warming. So, this includes the US the UK and Canada and a number of other countries as well. And over the past couple of days, the UK government said it's going to be spending in Aussie dollar terms about 570 million bucks on a new high-tech nuclear plant, which is the first of its kind in Europe. So part of the reason perhaps why we've seen improvements continuing in this uranium space. Metcash was another solid performer today, for, at least for most of the day, it was up about 1%. This is a company that does a few things, but probably most famous as a supplier to IGA supermarkets. But today it actually recruited a high profile executive, Richard Murray, who was best known for his work at JB Hi-Fi, but most recently as a leader at Premier Investments as well. So Metcash shares rose today off the back of that news. Silver Lake Resources, a gold miner outperforming its peers today with a lift of roughly 2.5%, said today that it's quite well positioned to meet its uh, goals as far as profits go. So that's some of the main stuff that happened over the course of the day. Now, if we look forward to the rest of the week, certainly I reckon top of the list as far as what could impact and move markets is probably going to be updates 
on inflation, which will be out in Australia on Wednesday. And then we've got the equivalent out of the United States on Thursday. So both of those are going to be quite important for markets, partly because, you know, this Santa rally that we had last year had a lot to do with inflation cooling. And this really got some people in markets excited that the rate hikes might be behind us. And there even some talk of rate cuts at some point. So this was one of the reasons why markets were a little excited. So that's going to be a key test for markets in the tail end of this week. Tomorrow, we'll also get an update on how much we've all been spending at the shops. These are figures for November, a really important time for retailers because of things like Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So retailers in recent years have been really jumping on those sales and promotional activities. Sales go on for longer, but people in general have been spending way more for Christmas early rather than waiting to the last moment. So that's going to be important. For the remainder of Jan, we're going to get plenty of quarterly updates from mining and energy stocks as well. This is where they tell investors how much they've produced. So keep your eye on that. And finally, right at the end of the week, you're going to have the US profit reporting season kicking off. Most of the big banks will start releasing their results. And then if you're waiting for Apple and Microsoft and the like to come out with their numbers, you're going to have to wait a bit longer. They'll be out with their figures in late Jan and early Feb. Well, on that note, it's probably enough. Hope you have a fantastic evening. Speak tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.